everyone, and welcome to the first episode of The Taranique Show, a show where we talk about hair, love, faith, business, and a little bit of relationships. I am your host, Taranique Penniman. For those of you who may not know me, I am most known for being the founder and CEO of Curly Bell. Curly Bell is a natural hair care line inspired by hair recipes from the islands of the Bahamas. Curly Bell is formulated with all natural ingredients like banana, avocado, coconut, and honey for all hair types, whether your hair is straight, curly, wavy, kinky, or coily. Curly Bell, that's Curly Bell with a K, K-U-R-L-E-E, Bell is B-E-L-L-E, is for all your hair care needs. We have shampoos, we have conditioners, we have gels, uh, we have a range of products. So check us out at curlybell.com. But today's podcast will be about hair. Hair, a woman's crowning glory or her identity. In Proverbs 16.31, it says that gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained by living a godly life. You've heard the saying before, a woman's crown, a woman's hair is her crown. You've heard it. I've heard it. Hair is a woman's crowning glory. So what happens when you're crowning glory, you start to lose it? What happens when it doesn't look good anymore or look how you think it should look? What happens when your hair starts to fall out? Do you lose your confidence? I know from being a woman that a lot of our identity and how we look is tied in to the way our hair looks. You've seen it online several times, um, a meme or quote that goes, If my hair looks good, I can do anything. So what does that say? That says that, that says that confidence, who you are or how you look or how you feel is tied to how good your hair looks. Coco Chanel even once said, a woman who cuts her hair is about to change her life. So in this episode, we will talk a bit about hair. I'll share a bit of my hair journey and we'll talk about hair in general and how that affects a woman and her life and how she shows up in terms of her appearance. Research shows that in a woman's lifetime, she would spend about $55,000 just on hair. Hair styling, hair products, going to the salon, hair tutorials, who knows? But I know, and the research shows, that if you live in Florida like I do, I'm in Miami, if you live in Florida, California, or Texas, you will spend more than $55,000 on your hair. A lot of us find our identity in hair. Women view hairstyles as an important element of their physical appearance when expressing themselves. The number one color that women, all women across the world aspire to when it comes to hair care, not all women, but the number one color that they've seen is blonde. Like women like blonde hair. 
I don't know what it is. I mean, when I think about blonde, I, I isn't there a song that says blondes have more fun? I don't, I'm not sure. But, you know, when you think about blondes, you think about someone who is carefree, beautiful, and just taking the world, like just taking the world on with no worries at all. So that's my thoughts on, I guess, why women like blonde hair. Personally, blonde hair would look, I don't think it would look good on me. <laughs> um, we see that um, in the media, a lot of celebrities um, are known for their hairstyles, like they set hair trends. For example, Rihanna, like Rihanna's hairstyles are iconic. Whenever she wears something, you know, people want to emulate her hairstyle. I remember when she first came out, she had like this, it was kind of like a lopsided bob, I think it was, where it was longer on one side and then shorter on the next side. And every girl that I knew, not me included, I didn't try this trend, had like the Rihanna haircut. Um, she has experimented with locks, um, fox locks. I see a lot of girls doing that because she's done that. She's experimented with red hair. Women, women do that. So it's so funny that we look to, you know, figures in the media to set hair trends and then we then follow them. I remember growing up where I would always like change my hair up. I had a shortcut, then I had braids. Then I had like a long weave, then I had curly weave, like, and you feel like a different person. And let's explore some of the psychology behind that, where you can change your hair up and it just makes you feel different. It makes you feel more confident. Um, it just makes you feel like a different person. So hair definitely plays a major role, has played a major role in my life and in the, the lives of many women that I know. Um, I would go as far to say that sometimes if my hair doesn't look good, I I don't look good. I feel like I don't look good. And why is that? That is, it, It's just so bizarre and crazy. So let's talk about, let's talk about the history of hair and how hair has changed. I can talk about my perspective as a black woman. My hair the natural state of it is naturally kinky, coily. But growing up, I don't remember having kinky, coily hair because my mom straightened my hair. Uh, back then, she said that, you know, she straightened my hair because she didn't know how to manage it. It was just easier being straightened. But when I think about um, the psychology of hair, and when I think about how the media, how movies, um, how artists shape our mentality around the way we look, I think that my hair was straightened because it was to give a more European look. Because I even remember growing up, um, and I watched The Little Mermaid, Ariel, like my favorite character of all, all time, when I was a child, you know, I, I grew up watching that, that movie. And I remember a scene in, in the movie where Ariel found a fork and she took the fork and I think she called it a doppelganger or a duple ganger. Anyway, the, the penguin or 
I don't remember. The bird called it a doppelganger. And she took the fork and she would, and she ran it through her long, flowy um, red hair. And I remember, remember like trying to do that, right? And it's so funny. I have a four year old daughter and she's watching The Little Mermaid now. And I caught her taking the fork taking the fork and doing exactly what I did with it, what Ariel did with it and running the fork through her hair. So it's just funny like how we grow up and our hair is kinky curly, right? So it's not easy to run a fork through her hair. But it's so it's so interesting to see how we grow up and you know our experience kind of shape us, right? Here I am a girl who has naturally coily hair looking up to thinking that this character is so beautiful and I would like to be like them. That w probably wasn't like the initial thought behind it, but if you it gets into your subconscious and you start thinking like that is what is beautiful. And I think that that is one of the reasons why, you know, my hair was straightened at such a, a young age that I didn't even know my texture until I was um, about like 20, 20, 20, 22 to 24, I remember on Saturdays, I grew up in the Bahamas, so I'm originally from the Bahamas. I remember on Saturdays going to the salon with my mom and getting our hair, um, you know, done. I remember getting a relaxer and how it burned so bad, like how you know, like when you're in the chair, and I know a lot of women who go to the salon can relate to this, and it's like the stylist, they forgot. <laughs> you feel like they have forgotten about you because you're just sitting there waiting for your turn. I remember just sitting there waiting and thinking, oh my gosh, this is burning, and being a child and not wanting to say anything, but I couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, oh, it's really burning. Please come take this out of my hair. And I remember getting like these scabs in the back of my neck and I would just pick them because you know as a child you feel something like that you're gonna pick it and it was just so painful also in between relaxers I remember getting my hair hot comb straightened and for those of you who may not know what a hot comb is it's like a metal comb and they would put it on a gas stove, yes, with fire. And they would rest it on the stove until it got to a certain temperature. And then they would take that thing and they would straighten your hair. Well, to straighten your hair with a hot comb, they needed to get as close to the root as possible. So I just remember sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, this is gonna burn me. And did it burn? Uh, sometimes, yeah, if that hand slipped, it burned you and it left a scar. So we did all of this, like excruciating, these excruciating things so that we could look good, so that our hair would look nice. And it's just so bizarre. It's just so crazy. Like, why would you put yourself through that just to get your hair straight or just to look beautiful? And the thing is, you know, a lot of people do go to extremes like that because of what they've seen, you know, on TV or in the media because they think that that's beautiful. But I'm like, there's got to be a better way. 
even my my daughter like straightening her hair with you know um the fork like following area like there's gotta be a better way um but i just i just remember thinking in you know around the time around um the time that chris rock came out with a good good hair movie that there's got to be a better way so if you guys haven't seen the chris rock movie i really encourage you to see it you should check it out that movie is what really inspired me to start wearing my natural hair and stop relaxing because there was a scene in the movie where chris rock you know he got a piece of raw chicken and they put lye or sodium hydroxide onto the raw chicken and that thing which is used as one of the main ingredients in relaxers burn through the raw chicken and i just remember having flashbacks of sitting in the stylist chair getting with a relaxer on my head and getting burned and I was like, uh-uh, I'm not doing this anymore. That is when I decided, absolutely not. I will not put another relaxer on and I will go natural because it, it has to stop. Like there has to be, be a better way to look beautiful. During that time, I was working in corporate America as an investment banking analyst. And there were about four women Four black women um, in you know in my area working with me and everyone wore their hair straight or had like extensions right so I didn't feel comfortable going to work with my hair natural like because it was short right it wasn't long it, it was I was just in the transitioning phase so I transitioned I didn't do the big chop, but what I did was, as my hair grew out, I trimmed the ends, and that's called transition. So big chop is when you cut off all of your hair, so all of the relaxed hair, and you're basically left, not bald, but with a low cut. And transition is when you trim your ends off as they grow out, as they get baggy, until you have no more um, relaxed hair and that's what I did transition so I just remember wearing like curly weaves to kind of fit in with my texture I remember doing flexi rods and straw curls because that would help the hair that was natural and the hair that was straight to blend in so if you're thinking of transitioning from relaxed to natural um, you can wear curly hair extensions and you can also wear flexi rods because the flexi rods, what they do is they kind of pull the natural hair where it it causes it to blend. When you put it around the rod, it causes it to blend um, the straight hair with the natural hair. So I remember doing that and, you know, I'm like, this. there has to be a better way and I'm just going to wear my hair natural. Now, when you're transitioning from relaxed to natural and you've been relaxed your whole life, there's a whole mentality mindset shift. Like, I would wear bangs, right? And 
when my hair was straight, my bangs would fall down on my, my face. But when you're natural and you wear bangs, your hair does not fall. <laughs> if it's short, it does not fall, it stands up. So that took some getting used to, and I got frustrated. I'm like, you need to fall on my forehead and not stand up. But it's a whole learning process. So it's learning, learning how to care for your hair and learning how your hair uh, reacts, learning which products to use, learning which hairstyles um, will fit, you know, your newly natural texture. So that in itself, um, you know, it bothers with your confidence. It affects your confidence. Not to mention family members, friends, colleagues, and they're, they have never seen you with your natural hair, and they're like, hey, your hair looks good. Or other family members, girl, why don't you just throw a relaxer in our hair? Because it is, you are really struggling. So you have to deal with that. So you have to deal with societal pressures. You have to deal with your own struggles, and it's like a whole thing. So any woman that has gone natural who has been relaxed their whole life, like, hats off to you. Like, you did, I mean, it, it's not easy. It's a whole process. But, you know, it is worth it. it. It is worth it. In the long run, it is worth it because there are so many benefits, you know, to being natural. People that suffer from alopecia or traction alopecia, you know, when you stop using chemicals, it slows that process down and you're able to retain more of the hair um, that you would have lost had you been using relaxers or had you been using, uh, wearing, um, wearing weaves or just putting chemicals in your hair in general. So, and then for the body, what it does for the body, so your body is no longer absorbing those chemicals. And what we've seen now is, um, there have been um, some studies that show that link fibroids to relaxers and we know that fibroids is a big issue um, in the uh, black community where a lot of women have that and you know the fri fibroids um, they affect your, your reproductive system so there's so many benefits to not using you know products that have chemicals in it and using products that um, are made from natural ingredients. So not only do you have the benefit of that, but you also have the benefit of wearing your natural hair texture to the point where you're able to look at yourself in a different light, learn more about yourself, learn more about your, your, your genetics and say, this is how I'm supposed to look, right? And let me figure out hairstyles let this is not the this is not the norm but it's going to be my new norm let me figure out how to tailor styles or to tailor my my appearance to how i'm supposed to look so it's all about like embracing you know and embracing yourself giving your and it's self-love self-love self-appreciation and confidence and even if you you know, you, you're not a black woman or you, you know, you're a Caucasian woman, an Asian woman or a, a mixed race woman. It doesn't matter. You know, 
loving yourself, loving your hair. We know that hair is a big part of our appearance, but just loving your hair the way it naturally grows out of your head. If you want to change the way that your hair looks, I'm all for that. You know, as long as it makes you feel good, as long as it makes you feel comfortable and confident. That's really all that matters. But back to our point where, you know, hair is a woman's crowning glory. Women find their identity in the way that, in, in, in their hair, in the way that they show up in the world. You know, the thing is, it doesn't matter. It, it, it really doesn't matter if your hair is long, if it's short, if it's curly, if it's straight. The only thing that matters is, are you loving yourself? Are you taking care of yourself? And how you're showing up in the world for those you love and those who love you. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode of The Taranique Show. And I hope that you tune in for more episodes. Thank you.